Hello and welcome to the 12th episode of the Pointy Hatcast. I am your host Sam, also known as Ducky O'Brien on Twitch, and we are joined today by our co-host, fellow super friends, Barry. Hello. And Isaiah. What's up? Today's episode is on the second best movie about family, Justice League. Our email is pointyhatcast at gmail.com. Please send us any questions or comments, as well as any requests for movies for us to watch. So far, we have Back to the Future, as requested by Congress. That's coming up soon. Again, our email is pointyhatcast at gmail.com. Justice League was released on November 2017 in the U.S. It was directed by Zack Snyder and Joss Whedon, who was uncredited. The screenplay was written by Chris Terrio and Joss Whedon. It stars Ben Affleck, Henry Cavill, Amy Adams, Gal Gadot, Ezra Miller, Jason Momoa, and Ray Fisher, and many more. Currently, as of this podcast, it has a Rotten Tomatoes score of 40% for critics and 72% for audience. Here is the blurb. Fueled by his restored faith in humanity and inspired by Superman's selfless act, Bruce Wayne enlists the help of his newfound ally, Diana Prince, to face an even greater enemy. Alright, let's get into it. Quick note, uh, her name is actually Gal Gadot. Gadot? Like- Gal Gadot. Really? Yeah. It looks re- well, very much like it should be a soft tea, but it isn't. Hmm. I don't like it. It sounds <laughs> stupid. Well, take it take it up with her. <laughs> like Godot, you know? Like Godot something. Like Godot. Yeah, like Gal Gadot. Okay, fine, fine. And she can she can choose to have a stupid last name, I guess. <laughs> and Jason Momoa, in my head, I always think Mimosa. Mimosa, yeah. Because <laughs> he seems like the kind of guy that would love mimosas, you know? I think so, too. He would have one in each hand, you know? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah. Aquaman, man of mimosas. Uh, but Ray Fisher, though, I, I love his voice. Dude, he, he needs to be on radio. He has a smooth, velvety voice. Anyway, about the movie. Uh, okay, about the movie. I thought it was uh, pretty okay. Pretty okay? Uh, at first, I hated it. And then I was like, this is okay. And then I liked it a lot. <laughs> That's the three <laughs> stages I went through. <laughs> and I think it's because um, Snyder's still there. You know, he got his greasy fingerprints all over the movie. But the thing is, like... <laughs> Yeah, when you take away 100% control from Snyder, there's some actually some good things happening as a result if you pair him up. And I also like the fact that Joss is there to put humor in there and kind of make these characters human and relatable. But then you can restrict him from going too far in. One example is that opening scene where he wanted to make a joke. Warner Brothers like, you can't open the movie on a joke. People will take this movie seriously i totally agree with that so i think they should have filmed that first scene seriously and then you can insert jokes in so if you restrict both of these guys you make a a movie that's that's pretty good it's still it's still very flat and the flaws come in where you know the whedon is fighting the snyder and and they're all fighting warner bros (laughs) like you see the movie struggling to find a, a solid identity is super inconsistent and like all over the place. But overall, if you look past rough edges, I think it's something charming there. Anyways, Barry, did you want to start us off? <laughs> I don't know. It's 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 kind of it's a very messy film. Yes. 
the there's a lot of inconsistencies there's a lot of weird editing choices and that that goddamn cgi lip that superman has <laughs> for all the reshoot shoots <laughs> is so distracting it looks like he's got a big old rubber face they're just rubber face superman <laughs> but it's also it's it's fun because then you can play the game of where 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 were all the reshoots and you can instantly tell because the stupid lip. I thought it was a different person. I thought they recast Superman. <laughs> I was like, Body who is this guy? <laughs> who is this guy that looks sort of like Henry Cavill, but also not? Yeah, I don't know. The The fact that they try to really convince you that Superman is like a beloved hero and that everybody loves him, even though the last two movies have established the opposite. Mm-hmm is uh kind of kind of irritating to me oh no i'm ig- ignoring those movies <laughs> well, just, okay. I'm, <laughs> I'm pretending they don't exist <laughs> just put them out of your mind yep yep i burned them from my memory yep they don't exist anymore it's like suicide squad sure i like the fact that lois lane is in this movie a lot less <laughs> <laughs> uh i i like that they kind of treat her as a human you know as a character instead of a person just there to deliver narrative and exposition and move the the story along and explain to the audience what's happening exactly exactly there's still a little bit of that but there is i i get the sense that it was cut a lot i also get the sense that that opening scene with wonder woman was an insert that they decided to shoot late later on because the wonder woman movie was good and they're like, oh no, we need more Wonder Woman. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. It's just, yeah. Because it's, connect- it's not connected <laughs> to anything, right? That scene. It's uh, like, there's no build up to it. And then afterwards, it has no consequences. I was going to mention that. Yeah. Because, like, they're these terrorists. And you're like, oh, I want to know more about this plot line. And they're just like, no, we're not going to mention it ever again. And the weird part, though, is that later, Batman is telling Wonder Woman, you've been hiding in the shadows for like a hundred years and i was like wait a minute she just literally fought terrorists and saved a bunch of people in the beginning of the movie <laughs> yeah silly goose i'm pretty sure that was added in later on yeah good point good point they that decided makes sense. they need more with her yeah i mean that scene was awesome she just kicked the crap out of all these guys yeah show us more of that i want more of that in the movie instead of uh fighting weird bug demons that for some reason have goggles the goggles and this and this when they when they die they like burn into bug goo and for some reason it has the symbol of the mother boxes on their chest and it burns it into a wall <laughs> yeah so, so, to clue our heroes in on the fact that steppenwolf is coming yeah that could have been done better <laughs> i dislike the villain in every single way really it's, it's the the villain is like it's this is the worst villain i've ever seen in a okay. superhero movie okay i agree with you but i think his voice is fantastic Oh yeah, the voice actor he did he did the best with what he what he's got, oh, which also, is almost nothing. Yeah. yeah. Also, I agree with you because he keeps talking about the mother boxes as mother. Just keeps talking about mother, mother this, mother that. I'm like, dude, the villain is a mama's boy. He ain't scary. He's just he's not even threatening. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. This is such just such a bad villain, and the crappiness of the villain deflates the movie so much. Like get no sense of threat, and then we have the issue with the third act being 
a travesty. <laughs> it's bad, and then it's the badness is elevated. But I will, by what I suspect, are also be shoots with this random Russian family that they keep cutting to through the movie. Oh uh, yeah, they they should have just gotten rid of that. I I know exactly why they did it. It's because people complained about the fact that our heroes were not being heroes, and they're just thugs beating people up, and they never save anyone. They're like we gotta show a family and make people care about them, and then our heroes will save them, and then everyone will like them, and they won't be miserable hypocrites. <laughs> and uh, it just doesn't work at all. <laughs> it just yeah. doesn't work at all. It gives you a, like. There's, a, there's like a fun moment there where Flash is saving the people on the truck and then Superman flies by carrying an entire apartment building. Yep, that was pretty funny. <laughs> it's funny, but it also highlights how completely useless everyone is yeah, with, yeah. with respect to Superman. Yeah. Like he just, like they're getting the crap kicked out of them and then Superman just shows up like, you guys need help with this creep? And he just fucking punches the hell out of him, and he wins. Yeah, and this is after he leaves because he's like, civilians are in danger. He goes flies off in the middle of the fight when he they need him there. They're just like buying time. He carries an entire apartment building away, like he said, and comes back and he's like, <laughs> "Yep, I'm here. I'm gonna see the day now." And just punches him. Yeah, just punches <laughs> just him. Punch man. Uh, like if I were Batman, I'd be like, "Wait, just pick him up, throw him into the sun, and then." You can go save those civilians. It'll take you literally the same amount of time. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, it's it's the classic Superman problem. He just shows up and wins. So you got to write him out of the story in every way you can. And, and, and like, they didn't even need Superman or anyone else because he just, he's just there and this is how it ends, all right? He uses his freeze breath on Steppenwolf to freeze his axe for some reason. And a Wonder Woman destroys the axe. And then he's just like, I can't be defeated. And then all the guys, little bug creatures are like, oh, no, he's afraid. So they start swarming him. And then they teleport away. And that's that's the end of the movie. Yeah, it's it's fairly dumb. So I was like, why did they need Superman to begin with? Why do they need any of those heroes? Because they couldn't win. Yeah, it doesn't it's, matter. <laughs> it's like, it's and, and all, the, all the exposition is like really ham-fisted in the movie. Uh, so on the nose, and I don't know. It's certainly a better movie than Batman versus V. Sorry, Batman v Superman, but it's by no means a good movie, is my opinion. Mm. Uh, uh, I like this movie, and here here's why. Uh, I think I see the Whedon charm. So like, I watched most of his TV shows, and they're very charming. They're not perfect by any means. So again, I thought this was. It would have been the ideal outcome if Snyder and Whedon weren't working together hand in hand because you can see the advantages. I I don't like when Snyder has full control. I hate his movies where he has full control over it. But when you just have him work with someone else, you can end up with something amazing. So like I feel like this was Snyder's touch. The scene where Steppenwolf attacks the the Amazons, the Amazonian woman. <laughs> they have the cube in this chamber. <laughs> they all have their bows drawn. It's it's ridiculous, but you buy it. And then they're like, "All right, close close the doors," because he came, he teleported down. He's trying to get the cube, and they're running away with it out of the chamber. And the queen's like, "Close the doors, right? Smash the pillars." And this is how they do it. There's two buff women standing at each like 
doorway, which is held up by a wooden pole. Just take a hammer and smash the wooden poles at the the door smashes down and the Amazonian women are closed in with it and they're just gonna, you know, I guess die defending it. And the last gate, they close it and they're just holding it on their shoulders while the queen slides underneath it. And I was like, man, that's badass. Like, yeah. And then, and then those two women, and then those two women disappear from frame and they're just gone. Yeah. They're gone. They just mysteriously disappear because the rock just, the rock just falls down. Yep, yep. And like, it doesn't show them getting squished or anything. They're but, just gone. Uh, yeah, they're just gone. I'm I'm assuming there's like a cut problem there or anything. But like, if you see like Snyder's vision for like cinematography, it's it's good. It has place in the movie. But if you put him in charge of the entire movie, it becomes an issue. But when I saw that and then combine it with uh, Whedon's like lighthearted humor and kind of. Uh, satire also a little bit of dark humor i was like this could have been a fantastic movie that's why i'm kind of i'm kind of in love with it because i i saw it there the potential of what it could have been uh just going back to it 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 humanizes these characters so like and from the very get-go of the movie again pretend batman v superman doesn't exist everyone's sad that superman is dead Right, <laughs> everyone's sad. So like, this, like random in- immigrant ladies are getting their their fruit knocked over <laughs> yeah. for some reason. And this is this is because Superman died. Yeah, yeah. That was the most confu- that was the most confusing edit I've I've seen in my entire life. I'm like, why am I being shown this? <laughs> I don't know. Does this, this have anything okay. to do with anything? It's okay. Uh, and there's that like hobo on the street with the oh, sign yeah, that says, yeah. "I tried," and I'm like, "I tried." This, I'm like, "You tried what, dude?" Is this? I was like, I thought for a moment. Wait, is this Zack Snyder's director insert? Is that oh, him? He tried. <laughs> I tried. I tried. I tried. Ouch! That's their podcast. Now. I don't know. It's a homeless guy oh, on man. the street. All right, it's not perfect. I didn't say it was perfect, but like it humanizes Superman more in that intro than it did entirety of Batman v Superman. That little bit there showed that Superman was loved. And then not only that, like the scene where Lois is talking to to Martha, they're just having a conversation. Two people who lost someone, uh, she couldn't move on in life. The mother-in-law is giving her a talk, a pep talk, being like, you should move on with your life kind of thing. And I was like, this is great. This is what I wanted to see. Not only that, they do that for all of the characters, and here's their intro sequence, right? Aquaman, he's a lonely guy who just wants to live a quiet life and help people, right? Wonder Woman, she's stepping up to be a hero. Again, that intro sequence that you mentioned earlier didn't really fit, but let's just put that there, all right? It's Flash the first time is Superman trying... was smiling yeah. in three movies. Yeah, that too. <laughs> uh, Flash Happy is trying Superman? to save his father, right? You got Cyborg trying to find himself. And that's the introduction to these characters. And it shows us these humanizing elements. It doesn't show us stupid title cards like Suicide Squad. All right. It doesn't show us like these monsters like in Batman v Superman. It shows us why we should be interested in them and, you know, something to look forward to. The little little narrative arcs that should be completed by the end of the movie which really aren't, because <laughs> the third arc ruins everything. And then you enter the Steppenwolf as a villain. Um, again, it's a terrible villain. It just has mommy issues. 
he wasn't loved. <laughs> but like even after that, like in that scene, the queen after the the Amazonians get attacked. The queen, uh, there's a soldier who gets crushed by a horse and dies, and she's just mourning the loss of one soldier. And this is a minor character again. It builds character there, kind of makes it more relatable. And in these little scenes, you get you see so much more than Batman v Superman, where I couldn't think of a single scene that built a character, right? As a character, right. like I couldn't think of a single scene where like I relate to this person. Other than like you were right, Barry. Like you roughly, kind of relate to Lex Luthor and Batman in that Superman's a jerk and he should be kicked off, killed in that movie. Anyways, there's all of these elements there that make it so much better, and they don't complete it though. That's where I think the warring elements of Snyder and Whedon and and Warner Bros. kind of ruined the movie. One other thing though, um, so I like the humor in the movie, but half of it doesn't work. So I don't know if it's due to issues of control or, um, again, if Whedon's left unchecked, it might turn into <laughs> like uh, the opposite of Snyder where it's just equally as bad, but it's trying to be super funny at times and it's not funny. So one scene was where the janitor's wife the janitor got abducted by the bug creature because he was near the cube. And the janitor's wife is having an interview. And she's just swearing all over the place and saying, like, these aliens are probing my husband. Well, guess what? I'm going to probe you, you beep, 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 right? And I was just like, it's not funny. It's just stupid. It's overplayed. Um, oh, I thought I thought that works against yeah. the movie a little bit, but for a different reason. Uh, okay, uh, they, they play it off like she's crazy and I'm like why would you play it that way people people know aliens exist in this world Superman yeah. is literally an alien <laughs> like why oh, would you point. dismiss why would you dismiss somebody that said their husband got abducted by alien? maybe Superman came and abducted him you don't know you're right Superman's <laughs> probing him uh. <laughs> yeah why, why would you play that for laughs aliens absolutely exist in this universe people know about them oh, you know a giant a- alien ship crashed into Gotham is sitting there. You have Take proof aliens by exist. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you're right. Uh, that that makes the joke even weaker. And like the problem I had was these jokes, the reason why they don't work is they don't fit in the context of what's happening. It's supposed to be a sad scene where, you know, you lost someone. Why would you make a joke about that? You don't, you're not breaking, there's no tension to break there. Like, and then, but then it's followed up by a good joke where this is the scene where Lewis is talking to Martha and Martha's saying that Clark said that Lewis was the thirstiest person he ever knew. <laughs> she yeah. meant hungriest. <laughs> and I was like, oh. See, that's that's a good example of a joke because it fits the context. Um, you know, old mom being mom and like breaking that kind of the emotional build up there so it's not too much, right? Yeah. And there's like instances of both sides of humor where it doesn't work at all and it it's pretty good. So one of the things I liked was the first joke where Batman meets Aquaman, and it's like, oh, you wear a bat costume, <laughs> right? And I was like, all right, it's whatever. <laughs> and then it plays off because then Aquaman meets Batman in his costume, and it's like, oh, you're really dressed as a bat. <laughs> That's kind of cool. And then uh, this is where at they get attacked by Steppenwolf as a team for the first time. He's talking to Commissioner Gold- Gordon. It's like, oh, I was glad to see you getting along with others. 
and then Aquaman says a joke, and Batman says, "It's probably gonna be temporary, right?" It's <laughs> <I was> like <laughs> that's that's pretty funny. That's what I wanted to see. Or like when he meets Flash, and Flash is like, "What's your superpower again?" And he's like, "I'm rich," <laughs> you know. <laughs> but it's true. That is a superpower. Yeah, that's a superpower. <laughs> but like the greatest superpower. Yeah, it's the greatest superpower. <laughs> Superman's poor his entire life. So um, like. Well, what's your superpower? Yeah. I have super strength, invincibility, flight, heat vision. What do you have? I have a satellite. Yeah. <laughs> I I bought the bank so that I could get your home bag. <laughs> you know, like. Um, but that goes into another problem I had. See these inconsistencies. Batman is one of the worst written characters in this series of movies because you take one of the strongest heroes superheroes of all time and make him this completely worthless character with no value whatsoever and like if you're exploring the issue of someone trying to deal with a changing world and trying to fit into this place where you feel like you don't belong or you can't keep up and you're trying to struggle to stay relevant and you made that a theme for batman i would have understood but it wasn't so you just have a completely useless character. He was completely useless from the beginning of the movie to the end of the movie. He did nothing. He he couldn't even beat a bug guy with goggles. He had difficulty fighting a bug creature. Yep. And in the end, he just shoots a gun at a bunch of bugs. Yeah, <laughs> that's the only off, thing he can do. He's just out of frame shooting guns. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, this kind of highlights the problem. It's yeah. What we, what we've talked about before where they don't know how to do ensemble action scenes where they don't where the characters have such vastly different power levels marvel again did this very well by buffing the weaker characters <laughs> and nerfing all the more powerful characters hawkeye sit on that roof and look at things <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> or or the first avengers where uh black widow has these small pistols and she's shooting at everyone with these small pistols that aren't gonna really damage the, the enemy <laughs> Yeah, just give her like a shotgun or something, you know. It still works. It still works. It still works better than Batman. Yeah, they, they have Endgame. things to do. She Endgame? like jumps. She like runs around. Yeah. She grabs the spear and shoves it into the magical thing. And you're like, oh, okay, she's got stuff to do. She's not Batman she just sitting things. on a ledge shooting people. Yeah, yeah. even right. Hawkeye, he he does things. Yeah, <laughs> things. Katana man, he's just there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they, they work. Uh, they work yeah. together, yeah. you know, and it yeah. works. This is supposed Rambo. to just like I everybody just punches him. <laughs> Cabin in the woods. They literally the put woods, him in yeah. the woods. Yeah, dude, they should have. Uh, that'd be really funny if they did uh, in the What If series. If if they had brought in Sylvester Stallone as old Hawkeye. Yes, I was thinking, dude. <laughs> <laughs> old mega buff Hawkeye. <laughs> oh man. Who would uh, win? Rambo versus Hawkeye? I don't know. Oh, definitely Rocky. Hawk, definitely Hawkeye. Rocky Balboa. Because he's got a sword and a bow and arrow. You're right. He has weeb powers, whereas Rambo's just old. <laughs> he has weeb strength. Yeah. He has weeb strength. He oh, side note, though. Uh, and the power and of God and his side. <laughs> <laughs> when Batman meets a Flash, he's listening to Blackpink. Oh man! Yeah, K-pop. <laughs> oh, is he? I didn't know yeah. notice that. Yeah, I mean, usually yeah. you want to burn K-pop out of your mind, but uh, I just noticed it was there. 
I loved the design of uh, the Flash's little lair there. You only get to see a little bit of it, but yeah. it's pretty cool. How does you, he have the money for that? He's broke. Well, he just steals it because he's the Flash. <laughs> he can rob any bank in the world. He can rob any bank. Or, or more likely, he, he he's probably like a garbage picker, and he can p- pick the whole city clean in like a blink of an eye, right? Oh, actually, now that you mentioned that, I would love to have super speed for that. You know, you're not stealing. He can recycle yeah. all yeah, the spice and cans. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's Become the Become a millionaire overnight. He's just like picking up garbage and stuff like that. Based on the look of everything in his lair, I uh, do. You, you mm. do kind of question where he got his suit made out of mega special heat resistant, friction resistant stuff. The astronauts use, yeah, yeah, totally. You're like, I don't know where you got that, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, in the TV show, it's uh, Cisco. You're right. Yeah. He's like, I have made this suit for you, and you're like, what? But okay, <laughs> you you buy it, man. Do the TV show Flash would have been better than than I what like, we got. I much prefer the original costume where he creates it out of the speed force. He just makes it out of goes fast. (laughs) (laughs) He makes it out of speed. (laughs) It makes a lot more sense. Yeah. I guess, yeah. I mean, I say it makes more sense in that it doesn't need to make sense. It's just the dumb suit. You can't really find a way... Uh, to explain it away it's like it comes from the speed force all right i i guess it makes sense but like if he just has it there you're like where did he get it from <laughs> you gotta explain that oh uh, yeah one joke he made that was pretty funny i i found the flash super annoying because he they make him an idiot instead of you know you kind of brought this up with why the humor didn't work for you in spider-man far from home where they made peter parker a, a complete idiot <laughs> you know a bumbling idiot mm. So they did the same thing with the Flash here, and it was for this purpose of humor, but it didn't really fit. But there was one joke that really I really liked. It was meta humor. So they're talking to Commissioner Gordon, and then you know he's talking, and then he turns around, they're all gone, <laughs> and the Flash is there because he somehow missed the memo, and he's like, "Oh, they just really vanished. That's rude." And then he just vanishes too. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, "Oh, this is great!" Because like, it's pretty rude when you're talking to someone; they just vanish. <laughs> you know, just zooms bye. away. It just zooms away. That's I thought that was pretty funny meta commentary, and I think that's like probably Whedon's touch there. Yeah, the Flash is generally a pretty witty character. Um, yeah, he's witty. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in comics, in the animated series, whatever. But he's not—he's not like stupid. He's a—he's a pretty sharp guy. Uh, no, well, he's pretty smart. They yeah. make him pretty stupid here. Yeah, he's not like Peter Parker, but he's 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 a sharp guy. You know, he's a yeah. what a crime yeah. scene investigator, I yep. think. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. his latest, in this latest incarnation, there have been he's had a couple different incarnations. I think in one, he was Air Force or something. He's he's, he's oh, been wow. re, he's been rewritten a few times. Yeah, he's oh. CSI, okay. super smart guy, likes physics a lot. Yeah, but in, he has none of that going on for him in this character in this movie. Yeah. He's like the one of the few sources of humor. Yeah. Do you guys know why they didn't yeah. use um, the TV show Flash? I don't remember his name. Oh yeah, it's Snyder Snyder's casting choice. He he said that his movie is gonna have a different tone than the TV show, so he didn't want okay. to cast a guy. Yeah, Are you serious? But the TV show Flash is so good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's so good. It's better than what we got l- like here. If 
if you brought him in and just told him to act like he does in a TV show, it would have been better than what what we got there, what we got in yeah. Justice League. No offense to the actor, I think he did a fantastic job. It's just that, you know, the dialogue that he was given and and the director's direction that he wanted to go in, it didn't really it didn't fit for me. I mean, I get I get why they made that casting choice. They just want yeah. more than anything. They just want clear separation between the movies and the TV show. Yeah, I, th- I think it makes sense. Yeah, that's it true. It makes sense. Yeah, I mentioned the fla- how cool I thought the Flash's little lair looked because I think the Batcave looks like garbage. There's like <laughs> there's like nothing visually interesting about it. It's, it's just some warehouse. You know. Yeah. Also, it's not shot well because it's too far out and you don't get to see the details of it. And then when they're actually in the Batcave, they shoot too close, to, so you don't know where they actually are or what's around them. They could be anywhere. It's probably because they're just on a random soundstage somewhere. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Probably. Are. Yeah. yeah. Whenever they're in the Batcave, there's a lot of reshoots. That makes sense. Every single time Batman walks out of the room and he goes into that little side room, that's almost definitely a reshoot because it's completely <laughs> disconnected from the rest of the scene. And they're just on a different soundstage somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Green Lantern shows up in this movie. Really? Yeah. Do you remember the little, the little like uh, flashback when they're all fighting, and there's a Green Lantern in there, and then he just dies. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> he just he just dies. You're like, oh, okay. So the ring just flies away, and Steppenwolf's like, uh, what was that? <laughs> oh, what was that? That's weird. Yeah, weird. <laughs> well, I just killed that guy, so. <laughs> Yeah, apparently there are a lot of cameos that got cut out because it's, you know, Snyder movie, it's going to be three hours long. Warner Brothers came in and was like, we want it to be two hours. <laughs> and Josh Whedon's like, all right, I'll just cut out everything Snyder did. <laughs> yeah, they're just like, no, 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 <laughs> no, <laughs> no more. <laughs> three <Bad> hours. <laughs> Ridiculous. <laughs> Ridiculous. I actually did like this movie. I think it's because of Whedon, but but yeah, they did a lot of things. They cut an hour from the movie. They made these characters more relatable. It's really significant. Yeah, they made these characters more relatable. Uh, they had some humor in there. It's not. It's taking it's, it's not taking itself so seriously. It's just for me made it more enjoyable. Other than the fact that the third arc kind of ruins that momentum. I just noticed how much better Marvel is just comparing it because if you look at Thanos as a villain, he's so much better developed because you kind of understand why he's doing something. He's shown himself as like cunning. They gave him the whole movie to, yeah. as, the, as the protagonist. So <laughs> yeah. he got some development. I'm like, exactly. Steppenwolf. Steppenwolf just, just shows just up. He just shows up. You're just like, oh, here's our villain. Yeah. I have Who's mommy he? issues. I'm Steppenwolf. <laughs> and I was like, why didn't you get the song by Steppenwolf? It would have been awesome if you did. It was probably really Born expensive. To be wild. Yeah, you're right. I was just <laughs> waiting for that song to come out. We're just like Steppenwolf's just like riding a motorcycle and just he has the three cubes with him and then he's just playing Born to be Wild. Oh man, if that happened, I would have given this movie a perfect score. <laughs> Born oh, to be wild. wild. Yeah. <laughs> And then just like they swing his stupid axe. Yeah. Oh man, that would have been awesome. The humor of Whedon, the the cinematography of Snyder, like I I like even though I dislike and I hate his movies when he has full control, but like the fact that he takes everything so seriously is a benefit to movies sometimes. 
in some points, not the entire film. So like the scene where the Amazon ladies are just like, yeah, just whacking the doors closed. And I was like, yeah, <laughs> it's badass. The parts where Whedon's humor doesn't work made me realize that in order to make a good movie, you just have to have balance. And that's why this movie kind of falls apart because you, you kind of see three people vying for control over this film. You see Snyder and they see Whedon and they see Warner Bros. And it's just kind of ripping it apart, tearing me apart, Lisa. Why do you think then that Marvel functions so much better in that aspect of balancing like uh, more serious aspects and also the funny aspects of their films they're so much smarter because they take the care and effort to build up to this movie so like for avengers you know each character because you got to know them there's a bunch of iron man movies there are a bunch of thor movies like they put <laughs> this time and effort into building up these characters and if you think of iron man one it wasn't the best movie in retrospect. If you think back on it, like Thor one, yeah, even oh, though that's absolutely. my favorite. And like for for us, where's the Batman movie? He's the most important character in the in the franchise for me at least. Where are these movies that are developing these characters? And then you just put them together. And like Barry said, they don't know how to fight together. They also don't know how to operate as a team together. They don't have this time to build relationships together. Like there's no memories. It's just there mashing them together against the villain you expect people to be excited when there's no reason to be excited like iron man built up mm. like all these characters yeah. you see in marvel built up and they put the time and effort into it whereas with dc it's just all over the place i also think yeah. i also think marvel just has better writers frankly yeah yeah I totally they have, no, absolutely they have better writers yeah. and a key element is that they share a lot of the production staff between all of the movies so like yeah, you might so share more consistent yeah they have yeah. more consistent look and feel because the costume design it's the same staff the action uh the action director is the same staff same do, casting director same casting director <laughs> same audio guy same editors same editor for most of the movies so it's very even they have they build up experience with all the staff and they know how to work together and then they know they have a clear vision of the tone and style they're going for for all the movies and in the in dc they have none of those things yeah <laughs> like we just talked about shazam but shazam is a completely different feel than justice league which is a completely different feel from aquaman which <laughs> they're just all yeah. all over the yeah. place now i'm not saying they're bad i think they're great movies but i think it's gonna be hard going forward to build up this franchise this universe when you have so many different people working on these things, you don't know if they're going to be working on the movie again or not. Mm -hmm. They feel like such separate entities. Like yeah. It doesn't feel like a connected universe. Yeah. So I feel like totally. Marvel does a much better job of doing that. Yeah. Man, I need to mention again that Batman is like a vehicle for product placement in, all, in, in these two <laughs> movies. There are so many gratuitous shots of him getting into and out yep, of cars. Yep. They look nice, That's though. Ridiculous. Yeah, nice cars. They're, they're cool cars. They've picked... <laughs> At least good cars to advertise. Not a there's Jeep. Like, there's like the Mercedes. There's like Aston Martin. You're like, all right, I guess this is fine. It's really gratuitous though. <laughs> it's just like center frame. And then they show him like with the steering wheel uh, that he's like putting it in gear. And you're like, come on, guys. Come on. Come on. <laughs> Move along. It was, yeah, it was really noticeable because like the car takes up the entire screen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it just sits in frame for like yeah. five seconds. You're like, uh, okay. I didn't really need this, but I guess this but is what how, we're doing. 
how else are they gonna make mer- money, Barry? How else are they gonna make any money in this movie? Sad thing is they made decent amount though. <laughs> <laughs> no, they made so much money. It's yeah. ridiculous. Shazam made so little compared to uh, Justice League. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. It's sad yeah, it's real bad. Shazam is a better movie, in my opinion. Wonder Woman is shot completely differently in this movie. Have you noticed that? I noticed it for the first scene where she's shown. In her movie, there's no gratuitous shots, right? Uh-huh. In this oh. movie, there's plenty of it. And there so was you... one that's just like zooming in on her butt for some reason. Yeah, it's just like, here's her ass. It's like half of the frame. <laughs> you know? It kind of threw me out of the movie, <laughs> to be honest. Like, I'm and not like, complaining. It's a nice butt. but Well, it's definitely a nice butt. Yeah. But you're like, well, that's a male director for you. <laughs> It's like, and for this shot, I need you yeah. to put your butt right here. <laughs> <laughs> the camera's like, like literally zoomed up on her butt, and then it just stays there for a bit, and then it moves up to the person talking. <laughs> yeah, you're like, wow, that male gaze, uh, huh? I didn't, I didn't want to see that, to be honest. Like, I didn't, I didn't either. <laughs> it's just, it's pretty gratuitous. It's very yeah. noticeable. Like, it's nice to see her in the movie because she's very pretty, but, like... Yeah, she's got some really nice outfits, too. She looks great, obviously. Her costume's pretty nice. I think that Cyborg looks like garbage, (laughs) comparatively. He looks so bad. I I like the actor a lot. The voice is so good. (laughs) Oh, yeah. When When I first heard it, I thought it was, like, this computer voice because it was too perfect. It was, like, a Siri but more realistic and i was like holy cow speaking of spot cyborg though like you know those humanizing elements i really like each character's like arc or narrative or like problems they're dealing with because his was he's a robot (laughs) he's like who am i now what am i and he's scared it's like he's trying to find himself and i wish they kind of focused more on these elements and i think we didn't would have done that but in a way that I wouldn't like. <laughs> he goes a little too deep. Yeah, I don't know what else there is to say. It's, it's certainly better constructed. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think as far as editing goes, this movie breathes a little better than Batman v Superman, if that makes sense. As long as Batman v Superman was, there's still no breathing room between scenes. There's not. There's like a noticeable lack of establishing shots. Yeah. The edits are all really unmotivated um this one does a much better job in general like just everything to do with steppenwolf is just terrible he just shows up in in a scene and then that's it he just shows up (laughs) he's like guys i'm here especially where they revive superman god that was that was such a terrible scene like they literally just dig up his corpse yeah (laughs) and then they're reviving him and they forget about the mother box like the most important thing he just shows up he's like whoop (laughs) and then he just pops away you're like, wow, wow. Yeah, it was kind of funny because they're like, we can't let Steppenwolf have this last mother box. And they're just like, all right, well, I guess we're going to forget it exists for a while. And then while they're trying to take care of Superman, Steppenwolf just teleports in from the distance. And it's like, well, I guess he got the box now. <laughs> Yeah, he just shows up. <laughs> yeah, and that's how it happens. You just see his teleport beam come down, like in the far off, and they're just like, well, I guess he got the box now. <laughs> like, guys, guys, you didn't think this through. <laughs> you guys suck. <laughs> like, wow, you guys are really incompetent. Yeah. The scene after where they fight is kind of cool. Like that, that shot where Superman's following uh, the Flash. 
That was pretty cool. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. And Flash is, like, surprised because it's like, oh, shoot, there's someone as fast as me? And it's just like... Oh, I, I did like the scene, though, where Superman grabs Batman. And then Batman's like, the world needs you. But then he's like, but does it need you? And then, <laughs> and then he goes, do you bleed? <laughs> I was just like... If they had done that scene do as a bleed? joke... To make fun of the first Batman v Superman, I would have been like, this is genius. But I feel like that was Snyder. That was definitely <laughs> Snyder because you can tell there's no there's yeah. no rubber lips. No rubber yeah. lips. That was original dialogue. But again, like Batman is needed because he, he can defeat everyone with his mind. Mind bullets. Tenacious D. With his his gun. gun. No. With his stolen alien gun. I just hate how they make Batman useless in this movie. Uh, It's just, I don't know. Why even have Batman then? Just make it Wonder Woman. You know, Wonder Woman and Superman. That's all you need. Absolutely. Uh, Yeah, and then the third act is so sloppy. It's so sloppy. Like that last fight scene. They're all just punching him and punching him. And then Superman shows up. He's like, I'm going to punch him. And then he punches him. him. (laughs) Punches him real good. And then they all fuck off, him and Flash fuck off to uh, to save the random Russian family that we've been cutting to all movie for no f- goddamn reason. <laughs> and then, ugh, yeah, so bad. Yep. And then the movie that's ends, it. and that's it. Uh, and you get that dumb post-credit scene with Lex Luthor and... Deathstroke. Deadshot? Deathstroke. Death, death <laughs> yeah. Deathstroke. 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 <laughs> Dude, I was I was kind of hyped because it reminded me of Deathstroke from the Arrow, and I was like, "Heck yeah, that's what we need." A guy with the sword, Mirukuru. Yeah, <laughs> just called Miracle. I think the, the the best version of Deathstroke is probably, and they should definitely do this movie, the Flashpoint one, uh, where Batman is Thomas Wayne because Bruce Wayne is the oh. one that died in the alley, and everything's messed up, um, and Aquaman is fighting, and and his underseas fish people are fighting uh wonder woman and the amazons and the whole movie's dying or the the whole world is like dying and they have captain adam and he's been weaponized they have they may turn, turn him into a giant bomb <laughs> and then like everybody's getting killed and deathstroke is just like murderizing everyone and then everybody dies and it's wow. super, such a good okay, movie i want to check that out <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, check it out. It's called the Flashpoint Paradox. It's uh, it's the event they used to kind of reset DC before the events mm-hmm. of New Fifty Two, and uh, it's it's great. It's like it's just an alternate universe version that Flash messed up and everything's so fucked up. <laughs> Wait, is that where he tries to save his mom? <laughs> yeah, he goes back in time to save his mom, and in doing so, he messes up the timeline like backwards and forwards, so that like yeah, Bruce Wayne dies instead, and Thomas Wayne becomes Batman. Oh. He's like older, angrier, more fucked up Batman, <laughs> and uh, Martha Wayne becomes the Martha Wayne becomes the Joker, which is kind of <gasps> cool. That's right. Yeah. What? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I know about this timeline. It's wild. It's it's a <laughs> wild ride, dude. And like all of England is uh like rubble because they've been fighting there. I mean, I'm spoiling this for you, but it's just so funny. The movie ends. Yeah. With Wonder Woman like slicing off Aquaman's arm and just stabbing him through the chest, and he kills him. Oh. And, and and he right before he dies, he activates their weaponized Captain Atom. And if you don't know anything about Captain Atom, he's basically a living nuclear, like a living nuke. He's got uh-huh. the bottom of 
the power of like many many nuclear warheads inside of him and they activate the weapon the weapon is just him (laughs) he's just like like chained up in a sub and they just like breach his containment or whatever and he blows up and it blows up like the whole world (laughs) and that's the movie and flash flash fixes it by like traveling back forward in time and preventing himself from saving his mom is how it ends but it's just like so many people die aquaman pulls like literally rips cyborg apart like he tears off Ah. slices off his arm then he rips his chest open and exposes his his beating heart and he just stands there and watches him die (laughs) wow (laughs) it's so violent why is everyone so messed up because of one event yeah it's so it's so brutal it's It's because of the flash yeah (laughs) This is why you don't save Uncle Ben, you know. Just let him die. Yeah, Uncle Ben has to let Uncle Ben die. Yeah, but uh, yeah, it's that that movie needs to be made. (laughs) Just everybody gets killed. Oh oh my, dude! Just just give like I want to see a movie with with Taika. You know, if James Gunn can do Suicide Squad two, let Taika direct the DC movie. I think he is contractually obligated to only work for Disney for the rest of his life. Oh man, I just because I like DC characters too, you know. Especially Batman. I just want to see a Taika Batman movie. I want to know what that would look like. I want to see like a. I don't want to. I don't care about these main characters anymore. They've all been ruined by these movies. I want to see like. <laughs> I want to see like all the B team heroes. Like I want to see Elastic Man, and Elastic Booster Man. Gold, and Blue Beetle, <laughs> and all these people that nobody gives a shit about. <laughs> oh, dude! You know, uh, I heard they're making a Moon Knight movie. Oh, dude, Moon Knight. He's basically Batman. If Batman wore like white overalls, white, yeah. <laughs> and he called himself Moon Knight. <laughs> Moon Knight. Moon. Basically, a character making fun of Batman. <laughs> it's it's pretty you know, dumb. We need we need a Moomin Rider movie. Moomin Rider. <laughs> Wasn't that already made? <laughs> there's a Moomin Rider movie. I swear to God. Or am I thinking of something else? No, dude. If there's a Moomin Rider spinoff TV show, that'd be so lit. <laughs> Justice Crash. It'd be so relatable. Mediocre man becomes superhero. Yeah, just regular guy. Regular guy hero. Adventures of Bicycle Man. I don't know what else there is to say about the movie. Uh, I appreciate the fact that I'm assuming it has to be Joss Whedon that stepped in and said, we're not doing this desaturated bullshit. Yeah. (laughs) No, no, no. The TVs are wrong. The TVs are wrong. It's not desaturated. You're just viewing it wrong. The costumes do kind of look a little bit off when you have the color grade like look normal <laughs> but i it's fine i'd rather them look colorful and a little bit weird than just miserable yeah i think yeah. i think closing, that's all i have to say thoughts and rating i don't i don't even know if i have any thoughts on this movie it's kind of just meh I, i'm okay. gonna give it four suicide squads four wow four suicide squads super it, low. It, it falls just short of mediocre okay um, it's certainly less miserable. It looks better. Characters are better. The dialogue is better. But the villain is so bad. Most of the movie is just so poor. <laughs> I don't know. What do you think? Uh, I I'm gonna give it a seven because, like, what? I think yeah, I, <laughs> it started off poor, but it ended and ended very poorly. <laughs> uh, but there are like parts of it that I like. There are just moments and like. The potential that I saw, where it was too charming for me, I couldn't, I couldn't hate it, even though I wanted to. Even though the very beginning, the opening scene where it's just a criminal there, 
and then again they catch a bug guy it just explodes for some reason and there's like three cubes and then the criminal's like it's because superman is gone isn't it and it's telling the audience what's happening and i hated that scene and you know it's supposed to be a comedic scene because bam it's just like crawling over trying to get avoid being shot and everything and trying to make it serious and i was just like i saw that and i didn't want to I didn't want a 100% Whedon version, and it made me super angry because I thought it was going to be the same problem with Snyder. But then, you know, as the movie progressed, I couldn't help but like it. I don't think I can recommend it as, like, a to-watch movie, but it's more like if you got nothing to do and you like DC and you were very upset with Suicide Squad and Batman v Superman, I can recommend this movie. <laughs> it's a lot better. <laughs> There's humor in it. Uh, the, these characters are more relatable they're they feel human they have some motivations they have some emotions they act like human beings and that's the most important thing i'm looking for compared to like batman v superman and suicide squad like <laughs> miles ahead of what they're doing and i don't know just just little bits and pieces there that really really made the world a little bit more alive and made these characters a bit more alive and I kind of wish I saw a movie where Whedon and Snyder were working together along with WB instead of against each other. Again, like all things considered, if this was the first movie we had and there were more movies after this of a similar tone and just refined, I think I'll be down. I'll be down for a Justice League 2 Unfortunately, I don't think Snyder and Whedon are coming back. So no, we'll and also yeah. Ben Affleck's not coming back. Henry Cavill's not coming back. So I don't know how they're gonna deal with that. Uh, I'm okay with that. I'm, how I'm okay do with they that. deal with that? Yeah. yeah uh, Flashpoint, dude. Just Flashpoint. Yeah, it. Flashpoint. You're right. You're right. Just reset the whole timeline. Just get Flash to mess everything up. Yeah. <laughs> also, I, I like Alfred. He he's just all, this this grumpy old guy who's like wanting Bruce to move on and settle down and have a family and just like of course he won't because he's busy fighting crime. He's busy pu- you know. busy punching people. Yeah, busy punching people. It's just like he's resigned to do this <laughs> for the rest of his life. He's like fixing the Batmobile after he gets trashed, but it's like an old guy. I'm just like, come on. You're rich, dude. Why can't you hire people to do that for you? You know, like in a smart way where you won't like reveal that you're batman you're just can you fix this part for me you know <laughs> hire robots i don't know anyway just just on a side note here before we close i really didn't like batman's character because he was trying to give wonder woman the leadership role for the justice league and he was gonna kill himself because he's like i'm completely useless they made this version of batman one of the most worthless and useless characters ever that i've ever seen there's no merit to his character. And he's always looking for other people to step up and lead. It just it just falls apart. If there isn't like a reason for that, and he's struggling with trying to stay relevant, and they made that theme again, like that would have been awesome. It, it's, it would have been a sad story, but they didn't make it that. It's just, he's just a useless guy. He's just off in a distance shooting guns. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah, it's not Batman, it's Gunman. Batman, the dark gun. Yeah, the dark gun. <laughs> James Gunn. Suicide Squad 2? Batman? <laughs> oh my. Is this, is this all linked together somehow? But yeah, please don't ruin Batman. One of my favorite characters ever. He's also the 
one of the best characters ever. Come on, he kicks ass. Why would you make him this useless guy who shoots guns? All right, with that, we'll end. Yeah, cool. All right. nice quick, yeah. nice and quick episode. Yeah. <laughs> All right, this has been episode 12 on Justice League. Thank you for listening in. Write to us at pointyhatcast at gmail.com. Catch us next time on the Pointy Hatcast. Thanks for dropping by, guys. Stay pointy. Stay, Stay pointy. pointy. <laughs>